0: Hello and welcome to the Proximo Weekly Debrief with George Kachadurian, giving you all the latest news, developments and perspectives on project energy and infrastructure finance news over the past week. We're starting off with US President Joe Biden, who has released details of his $2.3 trillion infrastructure investment strategy designed to target multiple sectors across the US, termed the American Jobs Plan, is setting out a massive program of federal infrastructure spending, the vast bulk will be six hundred and twenty one billion on transport infrastructure and resilience, two hundred and thirteen billion on affordable housing, uh, one hundred and eleven billion on water infrastructure, and three hundred billion on revitalizing American manufacturers and small businesses, according to the department. There are several other pockets of billions of dollars on a wide variety of initiatives from veterans' affairs hospitals to childcare facilities and bolstering U.S. fiber infrastructure. But the program is vast and also encompasses setting corporation tax at 28%, raising $2 trillion in revenue over 15 years. At this stage, the plan remains a proposal and requires approval from the U.S. Congress in the form of legislation before it can be implemented. APG and Celio Reds have signed a share purchase agreement to acquire 100% of the transmission line business of Colbun Transition. The acquisition consists of 29 operational transmission line assets, totaling 900 kilometres, and 27 transmission substations located across Chile. Infrastructure investor John Lang has completed the 31 million euro divestment of the Glen Carbury wind farm in Ireland to Greencoat Renewables. In a separate agreement, the company's also announced a, com- a commitment to, to invest up to 30 million euros to require control of two businesses, EFN uh, Internet provider and Jobst Net GmbH. Both businesses are in the early stages of FTTP rollout programmes and Jong-Lang agreed to fund the initial investment over the next 12 months. Orsted is developing a gigawatt-scale renewable hydrogen project to supply industrial demand in the Netherlands and Belgium. The proposed CH2L project would connect a new 2-gigawatt offshore wind farm to a 1-gigawatt electrolyzer. The wind farm could be built in one of the zones in the southern part of the Dutch exclusive economic zone that has already been designated for offshore wind development. A pipeline would link the hydrogen production to the industrial end-users. Discussions are ongoing to develop a regional 45-kilometre open-access pipeline network stretching across the North Sea port area from vlissingen oost to Ghent. The major industrial companies in the region such as ArcelorMittal, Yara, Dow Benelux and Zeeland Refinery are looking to decarbonise their processes. Their demand for green hydrogen is anticipated to grow to about 1 million tonnes by 2050, equivalent to roughly 10 gigawatts of electrolysis. Moving on to digital infrastructure, Altice France's fibre subsidiary SFR FTTH has announced that following the takeover of France's fourth largest fibre wholesale operator, Covage, the company will rebrand as XP Fibre. The renamed company will continue to expand its footprint, which ultimately includes 24 public initiative networks, 5 AML zones and 2 OWN networks, as well as 2.6 million connections in AM. Cellnex Telecom has informed the Spanish National Securities Market Commission of the decision to carry out a capital increase with preferential subscription rights in an amount of €7 billion. Proceeds from the capital increase will be used to bolster the company's available resources to finance the expansion of its Telco Infra portfolio in Europe. Cellnex expects to finance a portfolio of projects up to 18 billion euros in the, eight, in the next 18 months following the completion of the capital increase. Half that sum has already been committed for the, unannounced, for the announced acquisitions of Polcomtel infrastructure in Poland and Hivory in France and the integration of Deutsche Telekom sites in the Netherlands. And sticking with FTTH, new Belgian fibre company Fiberclar, a majority owned by EQT and Proximus, has received approval from the European Competition Authority and plans a 2.5 billion euro FTTH rollout to provide 1.5 million Flemish households with fibre by 2028. The company's ambition is to start as early as this year in a dozen Flemish cities and towns, three of which will be announced in April. The network will be open to all service providers who want to offer their services. The country currently has a coverage of 8%. Rick Misoltz, formerly of Alcetal, Infinity, Matexi, Ion, has been named CEO. Finishing up in Brazil, and the Brazilian Development Bank BNDS is to play a key role in financing the planned concessions for water and sanitation services in Rio de Janeiro State. The lender said it would provide up to 55% of the amount expected to be invested in the concession. The concessions are expected to generate investments and fees of 40.6 billion reais, or $7.1 billion, some 30 billion reais in investments and 10.6 billion reais in fees. BNDS has said it will also provide financing for the fees, but limited to 30%. The auction for the services currently provided by state water utility Kedai is planned for 30 30th of April. The four concessions on offer will cover 12.8 million consumers, representing about 90% of Kedai's customers. BNDS said it is also working to attract other banks to help finance the rest of the investments. Major banks and leaders in project finance in Brazil such as Banco Santander, Itaú BBA and BTG Pactual are looking at providing financing for players interested in the concession, according to multiple sources. And finally, Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince has said that oil firm Aramco and petrochemical firm Sabic would lead investments of $1.3 trillion by the local private sector by 2030 under a programme announced for economic diversification. The move aims to mobilise the Gulf Arab state's private sector to help wean the economy off its reliance on oil exports, which still account for more than half the state's income and develop new sectors to help create jobs for millions of Saudis. This is part of 12 trillion of local currency worth of investments planned by 2030, Crown Prince MBS said in a televised remarks that also includes 3 trillion dollars of local currency from the public investment fund and 4 trillion under a new Saudi investment strategy of which some 2 trillion would be foreign investment. The total amount would rise to 27 trillion with government spending and domestic consumption. Prince Mohammed said the government has asked the biggest participating firms to lower their dividends in order to raise capital spending. Thanks very much for listening to today's weekly debrief. If you'd like to read more on these articles and more information on our events and webinars, do take a look at proximoinfra.com where you can also find information on becoming a member of Proximo and getting access to our database. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.